Hello, and welcome to the Keen on Things podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Keani. Patrick Keani, straight out of Honolulu. The mixed race, the half-white Michigander, half-white Ohio, Ohio and Michiganistanian. Um, thanks for joining, guys. Good to be here. Amazing followship by all of you for listening. Just trillions. Trillions. Um, thanks, man. I, uh, I'm coming to you live. Actually, pre-recorded from Beverly Glen, California, just, just north of Westwood, just up the hill from Westwood between Bel Air and Beverly Hills, not far from West Hollywood. Bike right away. Um, for how long? I don't know. I don't know when, uh, when will it be critical mass, you know? When will it be, um, when will the gates burst open and just force me out of LA, either Arizona or back to Orange County, where I went to junior high and high school, where I went to a lot of school. Okay. Um, we'll see. I don't know where the paranoia is a little bit less, just more manageable. It's more calm. I still wear the mask. Anyway, we'll talk about that later in this episode. Guys, we have our first sponsor. Congratulations to all of us. Thank you very much. This is uh, from a good, trusted, solid individual, someone you'd trust with your life, someone I would trust with my life, both he and his brother I would trust, whether out on a motorcycle or sailing or flying. And uh, that's what these brothers do. Uh, Today's podcast is sponsored by, and will continue to be sponsored by, one of several, but this is our first a uh, gentleman by the name of Todd Bodell with iFinancial Group. iFinancial Group, the letter I, Financial Group, can take care of all your commercial equipment financing needs. With a one-page application, you can be pre-approved same day. Let Todd and iFinancial Group earn earn your business at 949-510-1590 or email Todd Todd Bodell, him at tbodell at ifinancialgroup.com. That's tbodell, bodell spelled B-O-D-E-L-L, at the letter I, financialgroup.com. All one word, no spaces there. tbodell at, at ifinancialgroup.com. The letter I comes before financial group. So much to un- unpack here. So much to unpack. One, uh, this company and what they do is great for individual small business owners uh, who are taking such a hit during this pandemic that it isn't fair. Big companies are fine. Small businesses take a hit. Where is Ross Perot when you need him? Where have you gone, Ross Perot in sun? We need you, buddy. Um, also good for bit bigger businesses. If, you have, if you're franchising, get involved with this uh, this company, iFinancial Group, based in San Clemente, California, but handles your needs all over the country. It's a great opportunity. Um, you don't have to go through a bank for a loan. Those filthy bastards, those banks, man. They just drive. They drove from Western Europe all the way to North America, and now they're squeezing us out and uh, against each other, you know? Look, it's good for any type of business. Let's say you want to sell ice cream. Like, I would love to have an ice cream chuck, and you don't have a, a freezer, and you don't have an, and a truck. Buy a truck. Put a freezer in there. You can. Uh, you don't have the money. Go through these guys at iFinancial Group. Keep it simple. Medical equipment, restaurant equipment, brewery, distillery. Those words are popping up a lot lately. Pandemic drinking, maybe. Um, forklift, landscaping, cement mixer, wood cutter, 
Okay, iFinancial Group is the name of the company. You can call Todd at, oh, Popcorn Machine? <laughs> I think you could just buy that. I don't know if you need a loan. I have that written down. Popcorn and ice cream are my two things. God, I'm such a fat, like, gross, single, like, non-married person. Um, yeah, so call him, 949-510-1590, or email him at toddbodellt. B-O-D-E-L-L, like the Dell Computers, but two L's, uh, at, at iFinancial Group. Now, that's such a great number. I remember when he got that in 2000, 949-510-1590. is the area code for South Orange County. It used to be 714 for all of Orange County, and now it's uh, 949 for South, South Side. Um, less riffraff, 714 still a little gritty. And then 510 is the area code for Oakland, for the East Bay, the Raiders. Home of the Raiders, originally. Um, so I always liked when a phone number <clears throat> had uh, the area code and then the prefix, or is that the one? Uh, the first three letters, numbers, were, um, sorry, it's early, were another area code. So it was area code, area code, and then it's easy to remember any four-digit sequence, right? 949-510-1590. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know a lot about the business, loans and, and lending and mortgage and all that stuff, but I do know Todd. I know Todd Bodell, and I know his family, and they come correct, man. Solid, smart with their money, trustworthy AF, and that's what it's all about, right? The trustworthiness. Oh, my God, keeping it small. It's 100% why I go to different people for different things. It's 100% why I go to the mechanic I go to. In L.A., the mechanic is your life, your car is your lifeline. The mechanic is your, is your, your guy, your girl, whatever. Um, I go to the guy I go to, uh, cause I trust him. I trust him. it's a father, son, it's a pop and son shop. And, uh, they have a great little garage in Van Nuys in the middle of a really seedy area. And, uh, but I go there cause I love these guys. Nice parking lot. You wait, you can walk to a few different places. Anyway, um, I just don't like the sleazy language. You know, if I take my Camry back to Toyota and it's just all this big talk and it, it's like, conversation on steroids like oh do this do this do this that's none of that's necessary my mechanic handles it i don't like my questions being dodged you know but with people like my mechanic with people like todd budell you get someone who is in your corner it's not just you versus a company you're getting a loan from where all of a sudden you sign papers and then it becomes a phone relationship oh no no dodginess it's more of a fluid situation it's more of a partnership where you're working together uh, this guy's been through it all, man. He's a father. He's a pilot. He plays instruments, rides motorcycles, surfs. Okay? No more leadership than being a pilot, man. That takes something special. Piloting? Who was it? Who's the famous uh, lawyer out in um, L.A. who taught law? F. Earl Bailey or something? F. Lee Bailey? Is that his name? And I think he was involved with the O.J. case, but he teaches law, and when he teaches law, he has his students, they have to take flying lessons. They have to learn that kind of individualship, accountability, responsibility. Um, so he's a pie. He's not just, you know, he has his fingers in a few different pies, which is good. Um, you know, we need to get away from career politicians. And uh, so this guy knows. I mean, he's part businessman, part, uh, you know, engineer, part uh, all that stuff, leader. Todd's, con Todd's contact info again is 949-510-1590. Is this an infomercial? 1590. I'm just so happy. Uh, T. Bodell at ifinancialgroup.com. Fantastic. Um, 
So you got his contact info. This company is based in San Clemente, but operate nationwide. I don't know about worldwide. Maybe. But the point is, uh, you have a trustworthy guy in an uncertain business. You know, you have someone on your team. Has a wife, great wife, three great kids. Um, and that phone number is easy to remember. I remember that one I still remember by heart. Remember when we remembered phone numbers by heart? Um, that was, uh, God, man, that was a good time when you can remember someone's phone number by heart. Now there's about four or five left in my head. And I'd say, I'd say about seven to 10 maybe. And then I'd say at least half of those are from grade school, high school. My sister's is easy to remember for some reason in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Uh, but I just, the 949, I, I, it was tough, man, when they went 714 to 949, because I really liked 714. I'm fine with 949 now, but 714 holds a place in my heart. North uh, Orange County still has that. Good for them. They were kind of OGs, um, which is what people are saying to this podcast right now. And then the 510, man, the Oakland Raiders. Love that. I love that area code. Um, so reach out to them, call them, email whatever call come through me and i'll give you his contact info if for some reason you can't get a hold of todd bodell at 949-510-1590-1590 baby um might be a good time to invest you know when business is down build attack right go forward no bad time to start a dream take action all right it's a scary process made less scary by todd bodell and i financial group Okay. Wow. Is that a 10-minute ad? Was that one-third one of the episode? All right. Um, I'm going to have to put that in the um, in the subject line now. Yeah, I, I financial group. Good people. Um, all right, 10 minutes. Nice. This is the I financial group podcast. Welcome. Perfect infomercial. What a week, man. What a week it's been. Uh, they're all what a weeks, really, in life. I started in Arizona was there for thanksgiving finished up and i drove back to la uh, i'll be returning next week and i'll be staying for a while i think for a few weeks in arizona i'm um, gonna stay out of la for a bit just too uncertain it's a failed state man it's a failed state as my jim matthew as my friend jim matthews from austin texas says california's a failed state well la is a failed state man um i don't know it's easier in places uh where you know what you're going to get. And LA is just too uncertain. Places like Orange County where I grew up, Arizona where my mom is, safely tucked away in the suburbs of Chandler, Arizona. Fries, grocery stores, walking distance, as are a ton of places. And uh, they're looking for nighttime employment. <clears throat> Maybe I go do there, go do that and live that life for a while and then make mascot episodes. Mascot, my show idea that I'm going to do. Um, Hopefully, I think for the rest of my life, man, just make episodes about different teams at all levels and just have a YouTube page. Um, I've got 10 subscribers. I can turn that into 10 mil overnight, you guys, with the help of iFinancial Group. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, man, I just, I, 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 I can manage Orange County. I can manage Phoenix, Arizona, Chandler. I can't manage LA. I've never been able to. Nobody can. It's a beast. I can even manage Vegas, I feel like. But uh, I think it's time. 20, two decades is a nice round number. Let's get out of here, man. Let's call it for for now. For now. When I come back and live in my place in Malibu, uh, that'll be a different different time. Um, but I'm doing good, man, meeting some good people and hanging out with some great people these days. But uh, 
LA, Orange County, you know, Arizona. Um, so yeah, what do we have? Okay. We have a few things I want to get through. Um, lost some people this week, man. Uh, it's really rough. You know, um, we have Duke's wife, his, his, his wife who passed Leslie, her, her, her service is Friday. I'm going to go down to Orange County for that. I think, um, hopefully it's socially distanced. I'll be in a mask, even though a lot of Orange County people don't wear one. I'll be in one. And if for some reason there's a crowd, I'll be standing in the back. I'll be there for Duke, you know, whatever. Um, cause I don't know a lot of those people, whatever. Uh, my, one of my buddy's sons took his own life. Um, one of my friends from grade school and high school took his own life. His son, his son, his son, his son, a young uh, high school student, which is brutal. I don't know the details. Doesn't matter. He lost his son. They're having a tribute for him. And then I want to talk about uh, someone who also died this week, who lived a full life, to say the least, lived to uh, 81, the age of 81. And that's Marv Marinovich. Marv Marinovich, you might know, uh, you might have heard of him, is the father of Todd Marinovich, the famous quarterback from uh, Orange County, who then went on to USC and won a Rose Bowl as a freshman and then went on to start a quarterback for the Raiders and then uh, traveled around, became a journeyman a little bit with uh, other teams. Was it not the USFL, but uh, was it European Football League and Indoor Arena? I think Indoor Arena. Anyway, um, and now he's just a great artist. Todd is a great artist and does incredible paintings. Um, Todd was, uh, Marv was the father of Todd, trainer of many Many, many, so many pro athletes of all walks of life, right? Um, Shea Cotton, James Cotton, his brother, Ed and Charles O'Banion were always there when we were there. Wayne Gretzky's little brother. So many modern day and Capo Valley kids. Uh, first in Laguna Hills, then in Anaheim. I trained with Marv, but was deaf not the athlete that, uh, you know, those other guys were. Um, by training with him, I meant, I mean, I did train with him. But uh, there were always athletes coming in and out. Sometimes you had Marv to yourself. And uh, he'd work with you. He worked with anybody. If he worked with me, he worked with anybody because I did not have the physical prowess, still do not, uh, that some of these guys just genetically have, the DNA to do what they do. I remember Wayne Gretzky's little brother being, like, really cool and being tiny um, but athletic. And I, I don't know how far he went. I should look into that. Um, I used to go to Marv, used to train with him during the week, um, more, sophomore, junior, senior year of high school, maybe even one year beyond that into college. My brother Dennis was great at basketball. He and I, John McKeon, Trevor Yankoff, and Matt Polson, Sergio Muniz, we would all drive up to train with in uh, the Anaheim area, and off the five, the Anaheim Hilton, near Disneyland, near the uh, convention center in the basement. Um, God, I wasn't a top athlete, even of that group I just mentioned. Um, I always felt a little kinship with Todd in terms of our situations, because Marv was very hard on Todd. Um, and I've gotten to know Mikhail a little bit through um, texting. We spoke at an event together. Mikhail's the younger brother of Todd. And uh, he went to play at Syracuse. And Marv was a great trainer, but I think tough on the kids. I don't know how tough. I don't know all the stories. I've heard some bad stories, some rough stories. But um, I, I could relate to Todd in a way where maybe his friends have better stories about Marv than he does, like with my own dad. Um, you know, similar situations. Again, I wasn't the great athlete Todd was, but I had a father with enormous athletic expectations with a very sweet mother, which is a tough combo. Um, cause you're kind of trying to be like your mom, nice and fair to people. And your dad is like, come on, conquer, step on throats, kind of, um, stuff like that. So 
again, amazing individuals who are sometimes more appreciated by other people's children um, than, than their own. But I love, you know, my dad did a great job, whatever. But I did love going there. Um, I saw Marv excited a few times when I worked with him, uh, working with Shea Cotton and how Shea could jump and his power at, at a very young age, junior junior high school and then high school. Uh, he could have played football, man. He could have played football. Marv, uh, Marv liked my brother. Uh, he liked John McKeon's speed. My friend from high school was a very fast runner. Still, I don't know if he has any track records left at Santa Margarita High School, but definitely the first great track star at Santa Margarita. Uh, but yeah, Marv would freak out or he's like, look at that. Just like, wow. And the technique and stuff like that. Weirdly, he liked my buddy Jim Holleran's technique when we were doing some weight work with weights, power clean. Jim Holleran just had amazing technique for your starter, Santa Margarita. Never broke 200 pounds. Number 66. Uh, Route 66, we call him. Because you just get on that road and you just take it to the end zone. Um, but uh, he liked Jimmy's technique. Jimmy was all technique, I think, by his own admission. I don't think he played any other sports. I don't think he cared to. But uh, from the moment he took stepped on the football field, he was a four-year starter. He, he had the uh, hand and arm pads that like Jack Lambert had and Gene Upshaw. It was great. Marv measured my hips once. That's a weird story because um, I, I have wide hips, but not much of a, a butt, a gluteus maximus. It, it can hold its own, but he was like, Jesus Christ, man. He's like, Jesus, Pat, did a freight train hit you in the ass? That's what he said to me once. Did a freight train hit you in the ass? Because um, he was trying to figure out how why I was so slow, I think. Um, anyway, Capo, was real, Capo and El Toro used to go at it. It was Todd Marinovich versus um, Brett Johnson. Troy Kopp is at Mission Viejo, who went on to University of Pacific to play quarterback, so that's not a bad trifecta at all in the late 80s, early 90s. Late 80s, I think. Um, Capo dominated in basketball. Even though football was kind of a split between those three, usually Capo and El Toro, basketball was dominated by Capo. Todd could hit from three-point range. Uh, he worked with Des Flood, the great shooting coach out of uh, Vegas, and... Uh, or maybe we just drove to Vegas with him. I don't know if he was out of Vegas. What am I talking about? Losing listeners left and right here. Um, but uh, no, Todd and Capo, they were great at basketball. And I, we went um, to watch them play, watch watch Capo uh, play at El Toro once. And uh, it was crazy, man. It was packed and people are freaking out. And uh, Rob Johnson was a freshman. I was a freshman. And Brett and uh, uh, Todd Marinovich were seniors. Rob Johnson was an amazing athlete out of Orange County. I think he started varsity for El Toro, all three. Not started because his brother was the quarterback, but he played varsity. He was on the varsity team, baseball, football, and basketball as a freshman at El Toro, the Chargers. Um, I met Brett Johnson years later. I was in Laguna Beach at a dinner at a restaurant with my buddy Dave Shear and his wife Molly. I think they had just announced their engagement their mom was there my mom was there some of our friends and in this restaurant i think elite 11 was going on down the road in in, in uh, san juan capistrano and carson palmer was there who had gone to santa margarita i knew him a little bit through my brother dennis and uh, some of my friends from student sports were working the elite 11 camp so they were there uh, i think kyle orton aaron Rodgers, jay cutler may have been either in college or in the Elite 11 camp because they were all there. They were they were young guys. Um, they must have been in college then. And Molly, Dave's wife now, is from Cal, so she recognized Aaron Rodgers. She's like, what's going on here? Because they were like two tables away, and I was talking to them for a second, and Brett walks in. 
and this is kind of a funny story if you like that kind of stuff, but um, Brett walks in and they introduced me to Brett Johnson and I'm like, oh my God. Now this is years after he had gone to UCLA and then Michigan State and was a star at El Toro. So I'm meeting him. He probably doesn't care. But I'm like, oh my God, man, I, I, I played against you in high school. And he's like, oh, cool. And no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't play against him. He was a senior when I was a freshman. There was no playing against him. And I was like, oh, oh, no, no. Sorry, man, sir. I mean, I played against your brother. I'm, I'm a little bit younger than you. I played against your brother. And he's like, oh, oh, all right. Um, and I was like, no, I didn't. We never played El Toro. We never played El Toro. So I didn't even play against his brother, Rob. So I'm like, oh, no, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't play against your brother. I just, I'm your brother's age. And I went to Santa Margarita. And he's like, all right, man, well, that, good talk, good conversation. He's like, I'm going to be over here uh, with normal people having normal conversations, but you stay in your brain. It sounds like an interesting journey. Um, anyway, pretty funny. It was a pretty funny situation. This podcast should be called You Had to Be There. Uh, what a great name for a podcast, You Had to Be There. Um, I went back to South Bend once with Marv Mernovich. We flew back. Uh, he and I and Pat Barrett, who's the, the basketball coach instructor, uh, known around L.A. and Orange County, maybe nationwide, youth, grade school, junior high, a little bit high school. He did some time at Modern Day with Gary McKnight and Coach Richard Schaff when they were all at Modern Day together, winning championships. And, um, you know, my dad went to graduate, graduate school at SC, and he and Marv had kind of become friends. And, uh, you know, Todd got, uh, they were, Todd was starting against the national championship Notre Dame team fall of 1989. They were back in South Bend late October. And my dad said, look, if you can get us four tickets, I'll get us four flights to, um, Chicago. And then we'll rent a car, go to South Bend. Um, so it was, it was during football season. I played on the football team, but I had a broken thumb at the time or a broken hand. So I'm not playing. And I was going to head out on a red eye. We were playing Verbum Day that night, and I had to ditch the team bus to – this is so scary because my coach Hardigan would have ripped my throat out. But um, I headed, I skipped the team bus. I wasn't playing, so it wasn't noticed that I wasn't uh, on the bus ride home from Verbum Day in uh, South Central, which is on Central Ave, I think, in L.A. And um, we took a uh, red eye from Ontario, not even LAX, from Ontario, Pat Barrett, Marv, and I. I think my dad met us, actually, in Chicago. And so uh, three of us hopped on a red eye after a football game on the Friday night. And on the way to the airport, we stopped at Pavilions. I remember it was my first time seeing a Pavilions. And Marv got, like, all these fruits and vegetables. And he was eating the apple. Uh, he'd eat the apple. I remember Pat Barrett constantly going, like, what are you eating now? And he was eating the apple whole. And uh, Pat Barrett kind of he's like, what are you eat the seeds, eat the core, and like, eat the stem too, like Pat Barrett's voice would inflect, and it was really funny, and, uh, but Marv would eat the whole apple, and Marv's like laughing, like, yeah, I eat the whole, he eats the whole, he would eat the seeds and the core, I don't know about the stem, I, I gotta, I gotta fact check that, and then for Pat, Barrett's diet, because Pat is always in a rush, and just never took time to cook, or learn dietary, culinary arts, um, we'd just go through Carl's Jr., so he's getting like cheeseburgers. And Marv was driving, and Marv didn't know how to go through a drive-thru. It was hilarious. So he's like, yeah, okay, what? And, you know, and Pat's ordering all this food, and uh, it was hilarious. It was really great. Um, but what a special, fun time. And we were freezing. We, we, so we get to South Bend, and 
it's funny because we land in Chicago, we drive the car into Indiana. Pat Barrett, big basketball guy, wants to know where French Lick is. It's like out five hours south or something. And we didn't get tickets. I, there wasn't any, uh, cell phones. There wasn't. Marv didn't have a way of getting hold of Todd. We didn't have the tickets. Um, so the four of us had to scalp in cold South Bend autumn Saturday. And uh, it was crazy. We ended up, uh, we got two, and then we had to find two more. It took us all day. But it was cool because you really got to live the experience, travel around, walk around the campus, go into the, uh, is it the convention center they have or the athletic center at Notre Dame? And um, my dad ran into two guys he went to graduate school with who were like, oh, you can have our two tickets. We just got bumped to the press booth. So we got those two with the two we bought, saved a little money. Todd went like 33 for 55 that day for like 350 yards. Great game. Notre Dame had to come back and win. I remember... Marv was freezing. He was in a tracksuit, and that was it. And I had, like, an extra Notre Dame hat because I was always torn between Notre Dame and SC, especially once my dad went to SC. And I had an extra Notre Dame hat, and I was like, Marv, do you want a Notre Dame hat, man? You're, you're going to freeze. And uh, he's like, I'll, I'll freeze to death first. No way. But uh, I'll tell you, man, those South Bend people at Notre Dame, they found out Marv was Todd's dad. They found out they were hanging with the father of the quarterback. They couldn't have been more welcoming. They loved it. Because they know football, they're talking football, and Marv loved it too. And everyone was talking football, and it was just like, wow, man, this is kind of Marv's crowd. All they did was talk football with, like, you know, older moms, older women, like young kids, punks, you know, whatever. But uh, anyway, we got to see Todd after the game, and broken thumb at the time, I had, so I had the cast on. We shook hands, and I remember it was kind of an awkward handshake, but. He was so exhausted, man. He played his heart out. He lost a close one, but he wasn't of defeated spirit. You know, he was uh, he was kind of just tired, you know. And um, we flew out the next day. And uh, it was a quick, weird turnaround. But uh, I was back in Southern California the next Sunday. And Notre Dame and SC that year, 89, both went on to win their bowl games. Uh, Notre Dame won the Orange Bowl against Colorado. And SC won the uh, Rose Bowl against Michiganistan. Um, and then I'm doing an episode this week on mascots with about the USC UCLA um, rivalry, and that'll be kind of a tribute to Marv, you know, the USC guy. So Marv was on the 1962 national title team at USC versus Wisconsin. He was a team captain. He was on the Raiders for a year before becoming their physical trainer. Um, so kind of a tribute this week. Um, and then SC UCLA this weekend, Michigan Ohio State this weekend, two big games. Um, God, when I was a kid, Michigan always won the 80s and 90s, and then they've barely won in the last 20 years. But um, anyway, I think that's all we have time for this week. Yeah, we've got the uh, Leslie Fightmaster tribute this week and uh, Orange County, L.A. divide, mask versus no mask, three-week lockdown now. Orange County won't abide, but uh, L.A. will. And uh, big week. All right. Um, cool. And then I have some topics for next week that will be fun. Okay, we've come to the episode point in time where we're going to do Patrick Keene's Tweets of the Week. Isn't that great? Okay. Uh, On Monday, I tweeted, the Detroit Lions aren't a bad team. They're just caught in a trap century. A trap century. Sometimes a team falls, we call it a trap week or a trap game, where like the following week, they're playing a tougher opponent or historic um, rival. And so they overlook. They look past the current team they're playing and it's called a trap week well the lions are caught in a trap century they haven't won a friggin playoff game since the early 90s and before that it was 1957 
So we're going to see if we can go a century. All right. On Tuesday, I tweeted a good date for NBA return might be because they're going to come back the December 22nd, I think, which is too soon. The NBA just ended. But I thought a good date for NBA return might be the anniversary of Kobe's passing, which was January 26th, um, which is more an opinion than a tweet. But I thought that might be a nice tribute. I think people took that the wrong way when I posted it. They're like, too soon. And I was like, no, but I mean, a way to honor Kobe, if they if that's what they want. But it looks like they're going to start a month earlier than that. On Wednesday, I tweeted, I identify as a diversity hire. May, may I be on your writing staff, please? Like, if I identify as a diversity hire, am I not? Like, if I identify as something that they need as a diversity hire, can you put me on that staff? You know, that's something to think about. Just, that's philosophical. That's fair. I'm sorry, that's fair. On Thursday, I tweeted... Getting sunburned from my from my ring light during Zoom shows has to be the whitest of problems. Huh? Getting burnt. Sunburnt from a ring light, you guys. From this little thing that I put in front of my face to illuminate my face before Zoom shows. Okay, on Friday I tweeted, had we just ordered COVID from China online, it never would have gotten here. Get it? It never would have gotten here. Because, it, you know, instead of the disease. Okay. All right, so that was Patrick Keene's Tweets of the Week. Thanks for uh, thanks for sitting through that. All right, guys, uh, that went fast for some reason. Did it? Not for the listener. Um, for me, it did. But, um, yeah, so uh, I Financial Group, Marv, Orange County, Pandemic, USC, UCLA, Mascots episode coming out this weekend, uh, shooting tomorrow with Henry Phillips. And uh, I've got my buddy Eric Franco in it, hopefully, and Willis Turner. And uh, you're going to see it this weekend. So stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. Keen on Things podcast. Please um, subscribe and check out Patrick Keen mascots. I've got 10 subscribers now. No reason I can't take that to 10 mil overnight. Uh, and then Keen of Comedy on Twitter, on Instagram, on uh, TikTok. Thanks for joining me. Love you. We'll see you soon.